What's going on, my babies? Welcome back to another episode of Can of Heaven. Thanks for tuning in and tapping in. And as always, I like to start these off with a disclaimer by stating that these are for entertainment purposes only and to always do your own research, to come to your own conclusions, to make your own decisions. And I believe in your ability to be your own person. And I also want to apologize for any noises in the background in advance and anything of that nature. So in today's episode, I just kind of want to talk and talk about what spiritual things mean and what some spiritual things, um, like kind of the definitions of some things in my terms or what like makes sense for me and mixed in with psychology and mixed in with philosophy and just basically overall going over like spiritual topics usually have to do with life itself and life revolves around spirituality and because of that spirituality revolves around life. So in today's episode I'm just going to speak on simply my ideas of what these things are, are and what their definition or what I can put into words is for me. So we all have seen the tree of life and the tree of life is just a bunch of circles that connect to each other. And each node represents the connection of all of them. Even if you only look at one cross of the circles. But anyways, the reason I bring that up is because it's really simple to start at the tree of life. And to talk about spirituality. I feel like spirituality and religion kind of go hand in hand because that's what people have that like preconce preconceived idea that spirituality is religion. But spirituality is just understanding that the premise of life has to revolve around something that's not seen and what we call the unseen we call spiritual. And spiritual is, I guess, the best word that we can put it in, into because as human beings, we like to, you know, label everything, even if things don't really have a label. And because we need a label to communicate ideas across from, you know, each other's brain, like our brain needs a way to communicate to another brain, we put words. And so spirituality, I connect to religion. Because that is kind of what it feels like to, I guess, like the word itself. The word spirituality, it doesn't necessarily mean religion. And people who are spiritual aren't necessarily religious. Some people are, some people aren't. But for me, I don't consider it religion. But it's like the best word that I can describe what my philosophy is. And how I operate through the world. Because in order to communicate what I want to convey, I have to use words. And that word feels religious to me. And so spirituality, for the most part, and all, all of these, obviously, are my own ideas. And my own, you know, perception of these words and my understanding of the world and the understanding of my own philosophy and how I live my life. For me, the ideas of spirituality just kind of 
cross over into life. And so that's why I want to start at the Tree of Life. And I can't obviously put this all into one episode, so this is just going to be like a run-on of me just talking and rambling. But I hope that it's really clear and concise. So, the Tree of Life. This is where I start. We are the Tree of Life. The Tree of Life is a way for us to explain what we, as a spiritual being, are. And, obviously, being a spiritual being, we can't really understand what we physically are. Because physical matter... Because physical matter isn't something that you could put into simple words. And because you can't put all these spiritual things, or like, really you can't define anything. So because of that, that's why I talk about, you know, words and the word specifically spirituality, because it's not something that I can convey to you in a way that will automatically spark something in your brain to be like, oh, I get it. And because of that, the tree of life is the same thing. The tree of life is who we are as human beings, but it doesn't really describe who we actually are because the tree of life is life itself. And we are life itself. We're just experiencing it through a human's lens at the moment. And so spirituality is not like a religious thing, but it comes off religious to me. Because of the fact that we all have life, we all bleed, we all feel, and it's like a a collective thing. Like, I'm a human, you're a human. Obviously, if you're watching this, you're not a fucking dog, you're not a fucking cow, you know what I mean? So, we all have something that connects us, and what connects us is our life. It and is our experience that we are human beings. And what a human being is, not completely, not fully, but it's life itself. And because of that, the Tree of Life is this connection of a bunch of circles. And these connections of these circles is like... We, as human beings, are like this complete puzzle. With all of our flaws and all of our amazing qualities. And when you take apart a puzzle, it's a bunch of pieces. And when you take apart a human, it's a bunch of pieces. Like the fact that I have vocal cords. Why would I have vocal cords? To make a sound. Just like any animal, right? Why do I have eyes? Like any other animal. To see. Why do I have a mouth? Why do I have a stomach? Just like any animal to eat. And so... Technically every animal is a sentient being, right? Because... We all have the same parts. Like I feel just like a cow would feel. Although I don't acknowledge how a cow would feel because I don't have the capability to communicate with a cow. If it's hurting, I don't have the capability to tell me or to try to get the cow to explain how it feels to me. And because of that, I think that's what separates a bunch of people from knowing the tree of life. Because it's not just humans that is the tree of life and that's us. No, it's like every sentient being. And this is where my philosophy over overlaps with Buddhism. And I think that Buddhism is the closest thing that you can get to kind of understanding the human experience in general. Because they go through a lot of the same concepts as somebody who just identifies as a spiritual being. And I think that I don't 
really enjoy calling myself Buddhist because it puts like a a staple or like it puts a stamp on my identity and Buddhism literally talks about not having identity and not that you don't have an identity but it's like you are nothingness and you have to understand and bring that into your awareness and try to live through that nothingness and I think the concept of having a title for it kind of depletes the meaning of it and not to say that being Buddhist is like a bad thing but I think that having a label to it makes it less of a nothing and I think that it's a lot of misconception right like I call myself Buddhist here and there but it's not something that I label myself like I haven't been given like a Buddhist name I haven't taken vows to be Buddhist which I think Buddhist vows are really vital and that most people should take them but I think that because religion is seen as this like rule this set of rules most people turn away from religion and most people don't like the idea of religion because it puts a lot of um it puts like a basically just like a set of rules that you have to follow and I don't see it as a way of following rules if you already follow those rules you know what I mean like if I gave you a rule to always wear clothes you already wear clothes so it doesn't really affect you and I think for people who identify as Buddhist they're already doing the ideas that Buddhist people do so for them it's not a religion and for those people it's not like a set of rules that you have to follow which I feel like that's the only reason that I don't identify as Buddhist because I don't already do all of the things that they say you should do and you shouldn't do and I don't want to basically like um, shame myself for not being the perfect Buddhist and so I just don't call myself Buddhist like I don't identify as Buddhist I identify as like spiritual or human and or life I identify as life because that's like the only really defining thing that I can find um like a meaning for I guess or like that's the best word that I can use to describe that whether or not I'm religious I can say that I am life because life in a way is all of these religions but life is trying to communicate it's it's to itself and so it has these religions but it doesn't mean that just because you're this religion that you're not life because we all fall under the same category we are alive and instead of human I should have said life that's my bad but like I said it's really hard to put these ideas and these philosophies into words because I can only explain to you what I know with the vocabulary that I have and vocabulary is very limiting because I can't really convey to you everything key point for key point and I can do my best but I'm really not good at English and just in general I'm not really good at speaking or conveying these ideas so it doesn't help you know what I mean so besides that when you get to the tree of life it's a puzzle but when you break down each circle it basically breaks down who you are as life as life you make noise so vibration sound sound is one of those things you are light you are physically 
light. You're basically a hologram, but to you, if you're in the hologram, you don't conceive that as a hologram because you can't go through yourself. Sorry. You can't, you know, like, I can't just walk through a wall unless I physically change my vibration. I changed my hologram vibration to not be the same as the wall. But because I don't have that much control over my mind, I am unable to do that at this very moment. You know what I mean? And I like Buddhism because they really understand metaphysics. And not only do they really understand metaphysics, but they also really understand science. And I love that religion and science go together because it's kind of like having a society with no rules. It just doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like it's anarchy and not, I don't want to say anarchy. It's more like purge type of thing. Like if there's no rules, people just do whatever they want. And if people just do whatever they want, then there's no support system to our physical survival. Like there's nobody out there making food for us. There's nobody having farms unless they physically want to have a farm. But then people who would just want food would just go steal. So there would be no organization to our civilization. And because of that reason, you know, I feel like it's this continuous thing of like, you need this thing for this thing to happen. It's that. I need this to happen so that this thing doesn't happen. I need rules so that I follow the rules, so I don't break rules, so I don't get in trouble. You know what I mean? I need a society so that the society that I'm in supports each other, even if it's not ever going to be perfect. And although, you know, I can't argue that there's wars and all this crazy stuff, but those wars are technically organized. And it's not just like, we're not just like rampaging through life. So when you break down all of these things... It's all like a part of itself. And life is just playing with itself. Like it's twisting and it's turning. And it's like this really amazing dance. Or like if you've ever seen the Aurora Borealis. Those lights. That is life. I am light. I am sound. I am what people perceive as something. And I am also nothing. All at the same time. And when you look at the tree of life, it has all of these things, all this, like, it's basically like defining the borders of our life and our life essence and our life form, because we don't have a form. We just exist. Like, nobody cookie cut out a human being and then was like, boom, that's a human being. So, that's what I mean by, like... The tree of life is just this overall explanation of, like, what we are and what we are as life. And I think that's why a lot of religions have gods. Because it's really hard to explain how the frick does life exist. Sorry. How does... How do all of these things exist? This is a really hard thing for us as a human being to perceive and to wrap our brain around. So I feel like that's the only reason that we put religions and all these crazy labels on just so that we can communicate what we're feeling. But sometimes people run with the feelings 
And when they convey these feelings, they convey them in the wrong way. Like, oh, you should follow me because I know what we're doing. Or you should follow me because I know your life's purpose. Or you should follow me because you should not be one of those people. You shouldn't be one of those people who just goes around killing people. You should be a good person. You should do this. You should do that. And obviously those are like good concepts. You know what I mean? Like it's good intentions. But it's just not conveyed in a way that's very helpful, I guess, to the world. And I feel like that is also another region, reason. That's another reason, I guess, region. You could call it a region. It's another place that I don't go. I don't go towards religion because religion puts a set of rules. And when you put a set of rules in front of somebody who doesn't want to follow rules, they eventually break the rules. And people are more likely to do something you say not to do. So I just don't identify as religious because of the concept that like I'm going to break the rules and I don't want to shit on myself after breaking the rules. I don't want to feel like absolute dog dookie because that's not what we are. We're life itself. Life itself has its ups and its downs. Yeah, but it's not something that's like consistently negative or consistently positive. Neither is true. It is what it is and you're just on this roller coaster. You're on this roller coaster of your physical timeline. Like, I am this human, but I'm just going through time. This specific person's lifetime. That is life. Life is God, and the timeline is the human. And because of that, or like, if you want to get really technical and ex like have me explain this in a way that is very easy to comprehend or easy to grasp... It's like, in religion, they usually say the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So, the Father, or God, is life. And the Son is you. Which is, you're just this time. You're just this set of time. You don't know when your time is done, because you are that time. And you don't have a concept of time, because you are time. Like, me in this body... I'm withering away as we speak because I am physical time existing right here, right now, not being able to understand what's happening because I'm physical time. And, or like I'm the incarnation of time itself. And God comes back, right? Like Jesus is rebirthed, right? Like that's what Easter is. I don't know what religion you follow, but that's Christian and Catholic, I think. I think it's Christian. I think Christians believe that. I, don't get me, you know, wrong. I have no idea about any religions, so don't come for me. I really don't understand most religions. I don't, you know, go out of my way to study these. But I know that Catholics believe that, you know, God was rebirthed. And it was the son, the son of Jesus. And that's who, you know, came back, right? And that's what Easter is. Easter is the rebirth of the sun, or the rebirth to the sun. So it's God, the sun, and the sun is us. And the Holy Spirit, for me, what I can best explain that to be is like your faith. And the reason for that is because it literally says Holy Spirit. It's the essence of your spirit. You should be holy of your essence. And 
I think the Holy Spirit kind of puts a damper to the real meaning of it. I think it's like the Holy Spirit is the intentions that you have for life itself. And your intentions don't have to necessarily... This thing blinked and I'm going to take that as confirmation. So life is communicating to you in any way, shape, and form. Any way that you will pay attention. So you have to physically pay attention to what's going on around you all the time. And that is your awareness. And awareness is life. And because you are awareness, that's God. Like, God can be this multifaceted thing because it's not bound to anything. God is nothing. God is everything. So because of that, it's really hard to put it into words. What I mean by God is life. God is everything that's happening because life is happening right here. Right now. It's happening behind the screen. It's happening in front of the screen. It's happening through my phone. It's happening through the camera. It's the things that are here right now. Because these things, they're not physically alive, right? Technically, they're not alive to us. But they are a life. It is a thing, which means it's here physically now. And to itself, like if my sweater could speak, it would be alive. A life. Alive. And because of that reason, that's why I think that the Holy Spirit is your physical, like, your energy. And it's the things that you don't see. It, they say Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, right? It's the ghost. It's the essence. It is the nothingness. It's the spirit that we don't see that's holy, right? And so because of that... Because those words are kind of difficult for people to understand because it comes with this connotation that it's religion. You won't really understand it right off the bat. But it's basically like the Holy Spirit is these entities, right? These energies that you don't see, but they're here to help you. They're here to protect you. They're here to do you good. And I think that that is our physical energy, the things that we don't see going on around us. And I think the best way that I can, like, wrap your mind around it, or the way that I think about this, is, like, let's say, for example, let's take myself, for example. My energy, my intention is my energy, because my intention is what I focus on. It's what my energy will be going towards. If my intentions are to screw over my enemy, my worst nightmare enemy, that is where my energy goes. That's where my focus goes. That's where my attention goes. That's where all of my energy will go to, right? And that's an unseen force. It's something that you don't see. You don't physically see my energy. You don't know how exhausted I am right now. You don't know how energized I am right now. It's something that you don't see. And just like life itself, you don't technically see life itself because it's everywhere. And so you only perceive from your exact timeline or the sun. So, and I think it's really funny that words kind of cross over. Especially in English, because I think that English is a really amazing language. And just because it has so many, like, it pinpoints exactly what it's talking about. Like, Holy Spirit. Obviously, for my definitions, holy is this... per this idea that something is good, something is holy, something is godlike, 
and it's holy and it's sacred. That word holy is like a sacred word. And then you put spirit. A sacred spirit. Your energy is that sacred spirit. And the energy of those you don't see. Just like, let's take my uncle, for example. One of my uncles passed away like two years ago. And because I don't see him anymore, because he's not physically here in this timeline, he's not here in time anymore. His time is gone. His body is gone. But timeline, he lived his life, right? Like, that's his life. But it doesn't mean that his essence just, boop, gone. It vanishes. Somebody threw it away. Because that's just not how things work. Like, if I were to throw away garbage, it just it doesn't just, boop, vanish. Even if I burned a piece of paper, it would physically vanish. But it would turn into something else, right? We all learned solids, liquids, and gas in science when we were in, like, third grade. That is life itself. Nothing ever goes away. Nothing. Even if I threw these glasses away. It doesn't mean that they're gone completely and that life just, boop, erased them. Because it can't. Even if I threw these away, they'd still have to go to the dump. They'd still have to get, you know, compressed. They'd still be a, a physical object. It just wouldn't be the same thing. It wouldn't be the glasses. And for that reason, that's why I'm using my uncle or, I don't know why I put air quotes. My uncle. <laughs> I'm using my uncle as an example because he died. But I always knew that he was never gone because I know that life continues, right? Like, my timeline is going to continue with or without him. But his essence is still here. Why? Because I have memories of my uncle. I have pictures of my uncle. I have... You know, people in my life who also have memories and also have pictures and have clothes and have, you know, all these physical things that say that represent he was here. He was real. He's just not here anymore. And because of that, that's what the Holy Spirit is to me. It's something that was here, but it's no longer here. And what's here is energy. And that will never, ever go away. It'll only transform. And because of that reason, I think they put holy in front of spirit because you need to have that sacred energy for you to have that energy. Or you need to use that energy in like a really, um, like, I don't want to say like a good way. Because you do what you want with the energy. But I think that's why religions identify that like, Holy Trinity, right? That's the Holy Trinity. That is the tree of life. You have the God or life force and the multitude of things that may, that create this whole experience for you. And the whole experience is this human being. So what do you identify this human being to be with? Some people identify their human being to have this set of rules and to say, I can't do these things because these things are wrong. And some people say, well, I don't need to have those rules. I just don't do those things because I don't want to do those things. And some people do those things and, you know, it is what it is. And they're just not religious. And nine times out of ten, most people, you know, are not. 
super duper duper religious, even if they go to church, even if they have these set of rules, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have to force you to wear clothes every day. And because of that reason, it's not a rule to you. You just don't do it. But you can say, well, I follow this rule of not ever going to work or public without clothes because, you know, I get in trouble for that. So my philosophy kind of wraps around this like idea of like being a good, be a good person because that's how your energy is going to be used. Do you want to be a good person or do you want to be a bad person? Sometimes people like being a bad person. Like people who are addicted to really nasty drugs, they love that shit. That's why they do this shit. And for me, it's just my own, like, standing in life. This is just where I've always stood in life. That I don't need to have this rule book to tell me what to do. Because I already follow the rule book without knowing it. And so, that's another reason why I don't, like, call myself Buddhist. Because, yeah, I have that philosophy. But I don't need this rule book to tell me that I'm already doing these things. You know what I mean? Like, I'm already doing the things... I don't need the reassurance of the book, but the obviously the reassurance is really like beautiful and it's like this indescribable feeling of like I am doing the right thing, but it's not something that like I really necessarily need. And yeah, I'm just going to end this here just because I can go on forever. So anyways, thanks for tuning in and tapping into Weekend Heaven. I upload Mondays and Fridays at 8 p.m. Mountain Time. If you couldn't tell, but um yeah, I hope that this was interesting in any way, shape, and form, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.